It's Tuesday, the 11th of May, 2021. Welcome to your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, Crown Resorts receives a new bid as James Packer moulds the future of the gaming company. Plus, the local share market hits a new record as iron ore prices surge, business conditions and confidence hit all-time highs, and Woolworths outlines its plans for a $10 billion liquor and gaming listing, while Seven Group makes an $8 billion bid for Boral. Our lead story today, Crown Resorts is the subject of a bidding war between US private equity giant Blackstone and the Star Entertainment Group after both sides lobbed bids for the gaming group over the past 48 hours. But there's no certainty the group will opt for either, with 37% shareholder James Packer holding the keys to any sale. It comes as the casino business this week faces inquiries into its operations in Victoria and in Western Australia, and as the group announced the new chief executive, former Len Lease boss Steve McCann. Star Entertainment has valued its merger proposal, as it calls it, at $14 a share. It involves both cash and script, and the price includes cost savings that haven't been realised. Blackstone upped its offer by $0.50 to $12.35 a share, and it's all cash. Yesterday, Crown's share price closed up 7.3% to $13. Investors welcomed the star bid as well, and its share price ended the day 7.7% higher. The challenge for Crown at the moment is that it still has to convince New South Wales regulators that it should get a gaming licence for its facility at Barangaroo. Star Entertainment has passed probity checks in Australia. That's a big advantage, but it's not clear its offer is actually better than Blackstone. Like everything in the gaming world, there's plenty of chance involved in the bids, and, continuing the metaphor, a likely outcome is very hard to predict. Previously, Mr Packer said he'd follow the recommendations of the Crown Board. Everyone is waiting to see what directors and Mr Packer say. In overseas news, Australian Foreign Minister Maurice Payne has met with Afghan President Ashraf Ghani in a surprise trip to Kabul and ahead of the withdrawal of Australian troops in September. She said the two countries will continue their close friendship after the withdrawal and both share aspirations of peace, stability and prosperity. New cases of COVID-19 in the United States fell for the fourth week in a row to 290,000, the lowest weekly count since September. Deaths last week were 4,756, the fewest since last July. And in the United Kingdom, the number of deaths reported overnight fell to zero, only the second time that's happened since the pandemic began. However, in India, the crisis worsens, with the country recording more than 4,000 deaths in a 24-hour period for the first time over the weekend. I mentioned the cyber hacking of the Colonial Pipeline in the US yesterday. That's the one that carries around half the East Coast refined fuel, 5,500 miles, and has been jammed by cyber criminals. Washington has declared a state of emergency, with rising fears of fuel shortages for cars, jets and trucks. The perpetrators, a hacker group known as DarkSide, put out a statement saying it only wanted money and regretted creating problems for society. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. So much for the fiscal cliff when the JobKeeper payment ended in March. Business conditions and confidence last month hit record highs, with trading profitability and employment all rising, according to the National Australia Bank Monthly Survey. The NAB survey showed capacity utilisation was at an all-time high, meaning companies need to invest in equipment and workers to keep growing, and that's a good thing for the economy. 
The Australian share market hit a new record closing high yesterday of 7,173 points, eclipsing the high set back in February of 2020. The bourse was up 1.3% yesterday and over the last five sessions has gained more than 2%. Behind the surge is confidence in the economic rebound not just in Australia but globally as well. The highlight yesterday was the share prices of two of Australia's big miners, BHP and Rio Tinto, which both hit record highs after the price of iron ore futures jumped more than 10% to $226 a tonne. Woolworths has released details of its plans to demerge its drinks and hospitality business into a new ASX-listed company. The new business, Endeavour Group, will eventually be 15% owned by Woolworths, 15% by Bruce Matheson Group and the rest by shareholders. After the listing, Woolworths could return up to $2 billion to shareholders, the group said. The new company will be worth around $10 billion, making it a top 50 company and will own brands such as Dan Murphy's and BWS, as well as 332 licensed venues and more than 12,000 poker machines. Kerry Stakes' Seven Group has made an $8 billion bid for building materials group Boral. While the board of Boral is unlikely to recommend the bid, which was in line with yesterday's closing price, the bid will allow Seven Holdings to increase its stake in Boral, which is currently at 23%. It's Federal Budget Day this second Tuesday of May. We know a fair bit about this year's spendathon already. Money and or tax breaks for low income earners, older workers, first home buyers, aged care, roads and rail, healthcare, the tourism sector, military bases in Northern Territory, digital skills training and money for a new coal-fired power station in New South Wales. The bottom line this financial year will come in closer to a deficit of $160 billion and economic growth forecasts will be stronger. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.